previously on Dicey Tales. My name is Bill. I'll be playing Drake, the human because I'm a min-maxer with no flavor cleric. And that's all I need to know for now. My name is Bree. I am playing a tiefling warlock and her name is Ia. My name is Laura. I will be playing a half-elf rogue, Sloan Levin. My name is Dan. I play Goba. I'm a barbarian one Goliath. And my name is Rob, and I play Peltier, the level one mystic. You picked me up, chased the hag, and set me down next to the hag again for you. Goba take Tusk. Finally, Goba falls to his knees (laughs) and brings Tusk over his head and says, why were we parted so long? Hag splat. Hag splat. Oh, great Kadan, god of night and day, you have bestowed this wonderful weapon onto your loyal servant. I hold the sword up and make my own kind of... That's kind of Goba's thing. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> tales. Dicey tales. That's a tale. These are tales and they're also dicey. Told by dicey. It's a play on words. Missing <laughs> thing. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicey Tales. Dicey Thanks tales. for... <laughs> Thanks for tuning in every time. this time, and uh, I, we promise there will be just nominally less looting this game. A lot game. less looting. Yeah. No looting. Although we do have some more stuff to search for on this beach. Nope. Yes. I got a lot of things Native. in mind. I got one thing in mind, so let's get going. <laughs> okay, so where we left off, you guys had just defeated the... The cat. <laughs> That's my cat. <laughs> the uh, the hag, as well as the seven banditos. Oh yeah, that was dope. Beachside banditos. Yep, and I got my cat back. I got my tusk back. I got my groove back. <laughs> <laughs> and we're good to go. Okay, I I'd like to address the uh, the orc we still have tied up. I know we were just going to leave him. But I say just for kicks, let's bring them with us. It might be fun. Oh, yes, kitty. Koba <laughs> okay. did take time to tie Orc and bring along. Yeah, he, we, we spent a lot of valuable turns tying him up. All right. So, I'm, yeah. by the way you're looking at me, I guess that means you agree, right? Okay, cool. Are we certain that he's not going to come untied? I mean, we should probably check, make sure. Yeah, tie him up more. I don't care. <laughs> it's waste valuable do, do, what I, do whatever you want. I, let's just bring him with us. I like having, uh, I like having extras, you know? <laughs> Sacrifice the orc. <laughs> Yeah, you never know when you need a yeah, blood sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, you never know. You when guys you... already left blood sacrifice island. You can always just we end up being s- cannibals. Any and... island is blood sacrifice island with enough motivation. Yeah, we could be. <laughs> <laughs> this poor orc is probably terrified right now. So he's let, unconscious. Let's go. Hey, Goba, let's go get that guy. Okay. Okay. We'll go get him. Um, uh, I would also like to start out by doing a, a I'd like to attune or doing a some sort of check to understand my blue robes. After listening to the next the last episode, I realized I could be wearing some pretty cool digs, and I didn't even check them. They're super blue and super roby. So, so how does that work? Is it a is it a Oh, by the way, I'd like to I I'm I'm, I'm I'd like to correct something that I think made it into canon last episode, and that is uh, 
the DM, Devin, said that the robes were of a similar weave to the ones I would have worn in the monastery. And uh, Peltier has never spent any time in a monastery. so Or has he? Nope. Or has he not? <laughs> so there you go. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I'd like to loot the robes. <laughs> <laughs> Walks away. And he's naked again. All right. Uh, so how do I do that? What do I do? Isn't that just like a, I just say that I'm attuning myself to them or something? No, uh, tuning is only on certain magical weapons. Oh, okay. Learn what they are. It's a so I'd like, to, I'd like to know In, if investigate my- Investigate your robes? Investigate, yes. So go ahead and give me the investigate roll. Okay. Ermagert and Gerstagert. 20, not natural. Okay, so you just looking at the, the weave, it is reminiscent of your youth- Mm, yes, better? yes, better. Um, and you notice that woven into the robe itself is a material you've never seen before. It kind of comes in and out of color, mm. changes you know, the sheen a little bit, and then the cuffs um, and then the whole hem along the bottom in your neck is laced with uh, gold, actual gold. Ooh. Gold fibers. Alrighty. Schnazzy. Yeah. Fancy robes, but so do I know if there's any like magical properties or just like very valuable? It's it's very valuable and whatever this odd additive weave that seems to be glimmering sheening, you've you've never encountered before. Okay, so you have no no prior information to go off of on this. We'll find out someday. Okay, so beach and forest, little bit of information. Anybody can give me a perception check. No, no, no. (laughs) And um, an intelligence, uh, just intelligence check. I'm not intelligent. Eleven. Goba has this. (laughs) Ia got a ten. Uh, 14 for Peltier. 20. Nat 20? Yeah. Nice. Okay, so... Oh, but I have, um, plus zero. (laughs) Okay, that totally changes. (laughs) Glad you caught me on that. Um, Sloan, just in your extensive travels, a little nugget of information from your past just kind of comes forward. Um... Hags sometimes travel in covens. Mm. Crap. Girl gang. And then Goba, you would know that uh, just from your time surviving out in the the mountains and the hills and everything like that, um, hags can feel when a coven member has been slain. Mm. Oh no. So then you guys share that with the party. No, no, I keep that to myself. <laughs> I'm holding on to that. Uh, no, they that... just take off into the forest. <laughs> they just start running without <laughs> us. Sloane yells girl gang and then just skips off by herself. Got a gang of girls. Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean run. <laughs> Arms up. Everything. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, there's more of, of this thing here that we just did. There's more of them coming. Guys, also, Goba knows that when one dies, the other feel. 
Oh. Are they attuned to that stone or nasty bag? You guys took, sure know. Or? I don't know what attuned means. Some strange goba wisdom coming out. All here. right, goba. Well, let's uh, let's grab our orc friend. Maybe we can okay. offer him as a sacrifice later. Uh, mm. Let's go grab him. Let's go. Okay. And then here we go. Think we should probably run. Let's run. And then any one of you can just look down at the hag, see the seaweed stuffed in her hair. You would know this to be a sea hag. They reside on beaches. Large coves built into the rock structures on beaches. So she's in a shallows sag. of beaches and uh, the desert. I, hey guys, I think we should run back into the forest before Hagatha Christie comes after us. <laughs> that was a good one. Th- thank you. you get, Acknowledge my pun. You get the best pun oh. of the show. So I, for, I forgot to tell everybody because of how well you did on the last session. Everybody has one inspiration point. Oh, I don't so, know what that so for means, me, I get two. Happy about it. I can only give you one. <laughs> you can I, only have one inspiration point at a time. Can hear that. <laughs> okay, so with your guys' inspiration point, on an attack roll, saving throw, or ability check, you can expend your inspiration point. Get instant advantage. Oh baby. Okay. Advantage. Advantage. Two <laughs> dice. Okay. Insta advantage. Right? Yeah. Yes. And take the higher of the two. And advantage. And I'm I'm sorry. Can you explain that? When you when you hit somebody. Yeah. When you go to make a save. Uh-huh. When I say, hey, give me a, a reflex save. Yeah. Or a wisdom save. Or an roll attack. Two. And take the bigger number. And you can do that once. With your inspiration point, so you can expend For today. it. Yes. You just have it while you have it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like it's it just like today. a fun reward that yeah. DMs can give people. That's mm. not a nine thousand gold set of armor. I would have appreciated also, 9,000 Sutter. Also, if you have we'll disadvantage, you can, if you gain advantage, they just cancel each other out. Oh, cool. That's so, normal. Yeah. so it's either to gain advantage or technically to nullify disadvantage once. Okay. Ding. Let's, let's get back to this. Okay. So, <laughs> hags are a coming. Hag, wait, do we know hags are a coming? Or yes. do we just an assumption? Or is, or is that just a piece of knowledge that we know there's more hacks? It's a very educated assumption. All right, let's run back. Go back. So we're running. We're already running back to the orc. We're going to get him. Okay. And then the plan is to go into the forest. Yes. Okay. The psychedelic so forest who of is happiness. Goba and Peltier. Okay, so Goba and Peltier give me one perception check. 21. 17. Off in the distance down the beach, you hear what sounds like a, I'll say a gaggle of girls laughing. Gang of gang of a girls. A gaggle of girls giggling. Oh, bunch of, bunch of women laughing somewhere down the beach. Probably not related to that's the what earlier a, knowledge. That's what a 21 got me. It's a gaggle of giggle guys. All right, so yeah. Just remember the first hag that you saw did appear to you as a beautiful young woman. Yeah, I so mean, we're... Get, mm, don't worry about it. Mm. Goba and I are running. Goba, Down the beach. Goba knows about the hags, and mm. uh, we're, we're, we're going. We're running. We're going to get the orc. We're not just going, we're running. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you guys are doing. Goba. Okay, well... Destiny. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Destiny roll. It up real good. Three minutes into the podcast. Oh, that's uh, not good. Goba did real good. Okay. Goba got two. 
So as you guys are, are running down the beach, you can hear the laughing getting a little bit louder, a little bit louder. And this part of the beach seems to be active. It looks like a bunch of people are starting to rouse. Some are moving along pretty slowly. Looks like a couple are trying to stand up. And upon further inspection, it looks like uh, the tide has rolled out and the crabs are now littering the beach <laughs> in various sizes. There's even some about the size of uh, a Labrador retriever walking up and down the beach, picking at some of the bodies. Oh, no. Oh, no. We gotta go. <laughs> we, we gotta, gotta go. We gotta Can go. Can talk to the crabs? Tell them to go away. I may okay. or may not actually know how to talk to the crabs. Oh yeah, you can control crabs. Summon they or we can run. Sloane, Ia, and Drake didn't take off down the beach with the two of you. Yeah. So we don't know that your crabby friends are following you. Yeah. So okay. So we're we're still on Goa Peltier land here. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I see the orc? Hmm. From where you were, where you wound up, I'd probably say it's about 80 feet. How far? We're 80 feet from the orc or how far from the yeah, orc? Yeah, about 80 feet from the orc. Okay. Um, that's okay. I'm going to keep running towards the orc. Go with Peltier, roll into initiative. How, oh, far away, how far away from them is Ia? A, a whole round. 30 feet. 30 feet exactly? The two of them, yes. Okay. How far away is Ia from the crabs that are approaching? They're so, not they're not approaching. They're just moving up the beach and starting to scavenge the dead bodies. We all get in the initiative order. No, these two took off down the beach to go do their and thing. And we all kind of so They're rolling into initiative. We're getting ready to You guys can go see them the going to attack the crabs and then move into initiative. Sorry. Classic. <laughs> Apparently there's Okay. I heard there's a thing about splitting a party. I got a nine. Where's my die? Alright, LTR, you're up first. Alright. Okay, so I can see the orc. What is he doing? He is bound, gagged, and unconscious, as you guys left him. Hmm. Like the same thing. And he said he's how 80, 80 feet away? 50 feet away from where you're at. 50 feet. 80 from where the party's at. So we can Rest get, party. in two turns, we can get to him. For one on a dash, but you will provoke attacks of opportunity from every single crab on the way. How are the crabs reacting to the orc? They're, they're picking at all of the bodies on the beach. Including? More than likely. I mean, if you give a perception check to specifically find the orc. I feel like the DM wants to keep us away from this orc, so you which makes do, me want to fight through even more. You could do the disengage action and only move 30 feet and provoke no attacks of opportunity, but it would take you that many more turns to mm. get to him. And back. And back. With all those attacks of opportunity, you won't make it. I'm telling you right now. Um, and not only that, but right now we've got a gaggle of hags on their way to us, so smart move would be to run away from the hags. Spatially, can I understand, so the orc is on the beach, Yes. and so, we are running along so the it, beach yeah, to get is, to him? This is the beach. Yeah. You guys are here. Mm-hmm. Orc will be here. Grabs. Okay, so they're kind of intercepting our path. Yeah. And then Goba, you'll have disadvantage for your effects. 
I thought that was going to happen. Would a group of hags be called a haggle? Hey. Yes. <laughs> hey. Technically, it's a coven. Hey, funny guy. I'm bought those lights. He's oh. like, no one likes my hey. lights. Nobody likes so, my lights in my so studio. Goba, yeah. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh oh. No Bad. disadvantage on it. I have plus zero. Brad. Or minus zero. Found it. Goba got 14. 14. You are frightened. Disadvantage, and you can't willingly move closer to the source of your fear. I.e. crabs. Did I win? Okay. It seems like I lost. <laughs> well, what was the winning role? I guess going after this orc is just not going to work unless we got the whole party involved. <laughs> I'm, Uh-oh, trust me, there'd be a visage of someone's father. All of a sudden, it'd be pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess. I guess. He, what about me? He hates this. Those are, orc. Those are the two that I could viably do with it. Was him. a pretty yeah, the DM hates this orc. Each crab has on its back written one of the lies I've told. <laughs> Getting deep. Okay, well, Goba, it seems like you're not you're not really up for this challenge. Oh, uh, I want to go. And then Peltier just sort of, uh, in his mind, he he raises an eyebrow to the poor unconscious orc and commends his soul to the cosmos and says, "Well." Screw it, let's go! Oh, thank God. And just starts running towards the yeah, forest. this way. Yeah, this way. Do yeah, you like Baywatch start... run? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in slow motion. Uh, Did anybody else Ia, catch the music? Ia is oh, yeah. going to start moving towards the forest. Okay. So just remember, within the forest where you guys originally entered and then left, there were poisonous mushrooms. Of which I have five Very in my pocket. happy poisonous mushrooms. <laughs> Yeah. Just gonna grab more because that was dope. <laughs> that was that was a, a pretty good trip. Well, I'm trying to think. MacGyver. Oh, thank you. MacGyver. Yeah, you MacGyver Give me a second. Hell out of background noise. Go for it. Okay, so you guys are are sprinting towards the forest, running through the field of toxic mushrooms. I pick up a lot of those. And you pick up six of them. I have at least six. Probably more though. Maybe. <laughs> no, you shot all of Do them. Do I have to sing I to just pick them up? up more. No, I know. That but now you just have six. You were like, it wasn't natural. Okay. I think I have one of those. Go just grab one of mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. The last time I touched one of your die, you flipped the hell out. Five? You got five mushrooms. Five mushrooms. I'm doing it too. You got six just because you sang on that one. Oh. I'm doing it too. Singing. Still singing about mushrooms. What do I roll? <laughs> How many? D12. Everybody yeah. grab six mushrooms. <laughs> cool, I've six got 12 mushrooms. mushrooms. We're going to save the world with these mushrooms. Yeah. Somehow. One acid trip at a time. Bunch of mushroom, mushroom heads here. Okay. Hey, that worked out with the hat. So, mushroom as tip. you guys are you're running along, you start getting a little tired, carrying a lot of stuff now. So you start slowing down, just get down to your, your guys' normal pace, and realize you're lost. You have no idea where you are. You just kind of headlong into the forest. Let's just keep going the same direction. Uh, Ia's going to roll a perception check to see if she can sense where the ocean is. Behind us. Nine. The um, ocean? Hold on, sorry. Whenever I feel lost and jobless, I just eat some mushrooms. Well, so twelve. Sorry, twelve. <laughs> it is behind you. 
Yeah, we're in a land that we don't even know about. Yeah, None we can't really be lost. Nothing if we matters. Don't know where we're going. Yeah, we don't know what's <laughs> going on. Gobra really does not recognize are. this. Um, all right, what time of day is it right now? Night is approaching. All right, I. Hey, we should probably put together some uh, some shelter here and, and prepare for the night. Gobra can get sticks for shelter. Okay, you go get some sticks. Okay, okay so are we setting up camp? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, somebody give me a... Sur- actually, everybody give me a group survival check. Oof, five. Not one. Total's four, though. Not one. Uh, Thirteen. Well, okay, so that was Imagine. five, one, and one. four to survival? I have plus three. You don't even have to worry about it. Um, Wisdom. Three people failed. So that instantly Horribly. fails on total of the group. Um, you guys decide that camping in this really odd thicket of, of trees and brambles and bushes, not a lot of room on the ground to lay down, is, is a great place to just set up camp. You just kind of walk along and everybody just kind of flop down. This is where we're camping for the night. Okay. Okay. That just happened, right? So, who's got water? Who's got flint and steel? Who knows how to start a fire? None of us have anything. I can make light. Uh, I can lift <laughs> things. I Well, does anybody have survival background? Yeah. You should. Barbarians. Yeah. Bar- I do. You do. Yeah. Bar- bar- you could, bar- bar- doesn't that automatically give you the ability to start a fire? Nope. Cool. Can I look? Yeah. Flint? Help him out. Somebody help this guy out. He's got survival. He can make something happen. Golly shoot. I've never played this game. <laughs> Golly shoot. <laughs> Love it. I, I have six mushrooms. Let's all just take mushrooms <laughs> and Love call it a night. <laughs> I, I have a potion of fire breathing if we absolutely need a fire. Oh, well, I think that's part of the camping is you need to... I don't really want to waste my potion on that. Uh, I've got... In a waste if we're gonna uh, die. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pass out. Who who already has a bow and arrow? I do. Okay, I'm gonna pass out one bow and ten arrows to everybody else. So you can all put that in your items. Ten, ten arrows. Yeah, uh, bow. You have a you that have many four bows. bows yeah, and I I collected arrows? it. That was our like collective loot. I yes. have a bow, so I'll just take ten arrows. Healthier feels relieved. I'm, the weight. <laughs> I'm um, not carrying 40 I have, arrows I have anymore. a bow and 10 arrows now? Ia is going to use Minor Illusion and uh, cast a fire. Create a fire. It's not a real fire, though. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, if you create an I- image of an object, such as a chair, muddy footprint, small chest, must be no larger than a five-foot cube, image can create sound, light, smell, or any other sensory effect. Physical interaction with the image reveals it to be an illusion, but if it creates a sensory effect, you can feel heat. Okay, so you're rolling a fire against the party. That's not a roll. I'm creating you would have to a interact campfire. Talk into your mic better. <laughs> do you want me to sit like this? No, <laughs> Just turn it I and want point you to do you. it in a reasonable manner. <laughs> yeah, so we can record. That one, you have to be like... Face on with it. Yeah, there you go. You're looking at Devin. You're like talking above it like this, just so you know. You can raise it if you need to. So basically, 
that it's I can create a campfire. Right, but as soon as anybody goes to interact with it, we just I, don't poke it with a stick. Yeah, you just or leave try it to get alone. warm by it. Because I'd be interacting with it. No. You can stand next to it. it. You're not well, interacting yeah, you with it. You can't. It. Yeah, you, that's correct. You wouldn't be able to cook any food on it. But perceiving it is not interacting with it. I'd like to know where my cat is. Does he just like <laughs> follow me around? Sure. Yeah, he just so walks behind you. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make <laughs> sure if, that's clear. I do 46 radiant damage to a pile of wood. Will that set it on fire? I give you 50/50 chance. Roll a d6. Take, odds or evens. Take them odds. I guess I should do odds because I just said take them odds. I'm like, don't worry, guys. I got this. Pile up some sticks. Cast Guiding Bolt. And that's an even number. So sucks to be me. And you just <laughs> evaporate this pile of wood. Oh, I smite the hell out of it. Cool, dude. <laughs> okay, so... Why do you hate nature so much? <laughs> hey, at least I tried. It was after an hour of gathering the sticks and the wood and hey, the tinder. Hey, I'm little, sleep now. hey, little kitty. Do you know how to start a fire? Cracks its neck, cracks its paws. It can talk. The cat can talk. So are we just going to not use my cantrip to create a fire? So can the cat start a fire or not? It's going to crack its neck, crack its paws, and then just sit down. Lick itself. <laughs> You're so helpful. All right. You, you can use your illusion, but as soon as you go to cook anything on it or do anything other than get warm by it, it, it's just going to dissipate. Well, I think we got some what's jerky. The, what's we the duration of the nope. spell? Jerky's gone. Mm. It's a cantrip. I don't know. Looks like we're all eating raw squirrel tonight. Like, if you, What happens if you just clicked on it? It disappears. Let's take a second and hear a word from our sponsors over at Dungeon Crate. Here in the force of Alandril, we elves defend the woods from beasts and men. I myself have helped drive off goblin raiders, slain a giant spider, and composed an elven symphony for the Blood Moon Harvest Festival. And that was before lunch. So when I'm not sliding down the trunk of a barbarian elephant beast after killing it and its occupants with only my dagger and a few arrows, I look forward to coming home to a dungeon crate. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service crafted specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handmade items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. As an elf, I appreciate quality craftsmanship, and Dungeon Crate delivers, even if it's put together by humans. Sir, sentries have discovered several dwarves and a wizard trespassing in our woods. I was wondering what that smell was. DungeonCrate.com. Are you ready? Let the adventure begin. I think minor illusion's a minute level. Yeah, one minute. We can Per level, so for two minutes. So you guys have a campfire for two minutes. At <laughs> least she doubled it's it by rule lawyering right there. She doubled the duration. Hot damn. Hey. Wait. She's we... gotten closer to making a fire than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Hot what, yeah. damn. What? No. I'm just looking to see what else I can do. Okay. Do you have anything that does fire damage? Well, it, it just so happens, Drake, you have a potion of fire breathing. I'm not going to waste a potion of fire breathing. I'll just dig a hole and cover myself in it so I'll stay warm. What could we ever do besides a fire breathing? I'm gonna I use, like my bottle of sriracha. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use uh, Goba as a blanket. Goba's okay with this. Effective blanket. 
Yeah. Yeah. We but could just really all, heavy. We could all get together in a pile. Yeah, there you go. Sounds like a good time. Puddle puddle. What do they say in the wild things? The wild I mean, what's start? the climate? Like, is this yeah, like freezing cold in Nasty pile. Island? Or? It's, a, it's a very good question okay. to ask. Tropical. No. Thank you. <laughs> Instead of using the um, minor image, I'm going to use my cantrip of prestidigitation, and I can instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, torture a small campfire. And this lasts for up to an, one hour. Hot damn, it works. Well, the spell yes. does, but like My lighting jam. something on fire is a pretty permanent effect. She, l- so. she yep. lit some on fire. All right, we got a fire. Dope. And the climate is equal to that of the Redwood Forest north of San Francisco. Okay, okay. I don't leave my cold. basement, so what does that mean? That gets cold. It gets cold at night. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to cuddle puddle. All right, so should we just, like, forage for some food, or how does this I work? I think because we failed our survival so much, we should each have our own individual campfire, because that's a reasonable thing to do, right? No. Let's, and like, make a circle of campfires. What could go wrong? We failed our survival check. We need to do this well. Nobody can make campfires except for her. It's a cantrip. She can just boom, boom, well, boom. Hey there, little fire lady. <laughs> Let's get a bunch of fires going. Uh, me, hey, hey, anybody want to go out and look for some food? I've got a, I've got a hunting cat. On that, just remember when Peltier popped into existence and you all walked into his radiant glory, you felt as if you had just eaten. Oh yeah, I feel good. So even good. after a nice little scrap, nice little battle, you guys didn't get you know too involved with that. You're not starving. You, you probably can make a night without without a full meal. Let's go to bed. <laughs> Just a suggestion. Nighty Before night. going to bed, Ia's going to go around. She's going to pick up all the sticks and anything else that could possibly be flammable and light the trees around them on fire. Um, she's going to clear all of that out and then create basically a little circle of small fires with one opening so that we can exit, um, but so that we can all uh. sleep within the fire. And that will also should it's also fire deter um, animals cave. and stuff like fire that cave. from yeah. no. You, you literally just we're made a fire eating. cave. Oh, okay. Cool. It's, it's, it's started so the fire. you know you've got a cave with a fire <laughs> at the entrance to stop mountain lions and bears. She just inversed it. <laughs> Peltier leans over to Goba and says, "She's pretty crazy, huh?" And Goba's like, "I don't like to say bad things about people." There's nothing wrong with crazy, my friend. Oh, there's something wrong with crazy. <laughs> Goba's a you good guy. You don't know my crazy. <laughs> then Peltier turns and starts talking to his cat. <laughs> <laughs> Your cat's going to be like, so, on another plane of existence, they just came out with what is called quantum communication. <laughs> oh, kitty, you're so cute. And they use it to play Civ. Six. <laughs> so I'm going to say somebody should probably take first watch and then immediately fall asleep. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> Peltier falls asleep <laughs> and cuddles his cat. Goba can watch. Making distinctive snoring sounds, clearly not asleep. <laughs> honk choo, honk choo. <laughs> Is that how Goba snores? Honk choo, honk yep. choo. Sloan twiddles her mustache and sits in front of the cave to watch. The fire cave? Mm-hmm. Ia falls asleep. Okay. So Goba's on watch. Sloan is awake as well? Yep. Yeah, team. Team watch. Okay. Is anybody an elf? I'm half elf. 
Close enough. He can still be aware of her surroundings while she's doing her meditative sleep. sleep thing. <laughs> Are you guys engaging in any conversation, or is it kind of just died down to staring into the ring of fire around you guys? I fell into a burning ring of fire. Yay. Thanks. And I don't know the words for me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask Gova a little bit about his childhood. I want to mm. know what the deal with with mm. all those crabs were. That kind of. Tell me about um, your childhood. Why do you hate crabs so much, bud? Well, uh, Gova grew up in the forest, uh, with parents no nowhere near city, and Gova went to the ocean one time in his life. And he was just a tyke. He was only five feet tall. <laughs> and, and Goba went to play with crabs. And crabs ganged up on Goba. Oh, no. They snapped him everywhere. Everywhere? I mean, everywhere. Uh, poor little five foot I get Goba. That. And I, get I ran that. to the forest and I never went back. <laughs> so that's the, the tragic Goba backstory for you. He abandoned his parents, not the other way around. <laughs> Breaking stereotypes everywhere you go, Goba. His parents loved crabs. <laughs> They're just kind of sitting there like, what the hell, Where'd man? Where'd he go? <laughs> Turns out his parents were actually like nobles of the highest intellect. His parents were crabs. The mighty king of crabs. I don't know if that's a very mighty title. <laughs> king in front of... Pretty much anything sounds Yeah, I'd be great. king of anything. I don't care what. King of dirt pile. Sounds so, great. So, Sloan, uh, what about you and crabs? How are you with the crabs? <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Shifting genders really <laughs> exposes you to a lot of things. <laughs> okay, so just... <laughs> Continue your, your your fun conversation. Is Sloane a boy or a girl right now? Yes. <laughs> Sloane's a boy girl. <laughs> Cut that, please. Peltier's mating call <laughs> to the boy girl Sloane. That came out of the forest. <laughs> I'd like to think it was Sloane who said, yep. <laughs> yeah, that was... That was Sloane's male side coming out. It's those barking crabs. Oh. Or or it's female side. Yeah. They burp too. No. I've Girls seen it. burp. I've seen it. So as you guys are, are laying there and yeah, Drake, Peltier, sound asleep. At this point you guys are, are deep in your sleeps. Great dreams. First peaceful sleep you can remember in, in months now being on the... the Orc ship, you didn't get a lot of time to rest, let alone to, to make it to REM and get full dreams. Um, if I could just get a, a, a soundtrack of you guys snoring and sleeping and doing... I thought you wanted us to sing a song by REM. I also felt that way, but I couldn't think of one. Great, great. And we just find out that like, Goba's a mouth breather. <laughs> oh, hugely. <laughs> Be real. Goba has no nose. So as Sloan, Goba, you guys are just kind of listening to the ring of, of fires and the intense heat that's got to be coming off of that. Not to mention suffocation. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll say there's, there's 
sufficient enough space between each of the campfires to allow for oxygen to flow through. I mean, Ea is a tiefling, so heat doesn't really bother me. No, but the lack of oxygen definitely does. <laughs> I mean, I'm a, I'm a human. Semantics. Everything bothers me. <laughs> um, but you, you guys are just kind of listening to the crackle of the, the ring of fires and the party snoring. And both of you just kind of get this weird feeling that something's out of place. Something doesn't belong. Um, can I get a perception check from both of you? Must be those mushrooms. <laughs> I was going to say it's that giant ring of fire. Ten. Three. So, Goba, so when you look over to Goba, it looks like Goba's actually starting to, to nod off. It's probably a combination of the intense adrenaline spike that he got on the beach that's now wearing off the heat. It's getting late into the night. And as you, you track over to look over at Goba, you, you notice that there's a figure sitting within the ring of fire cooking something on one of the, the campfires on the, the opposite end from where you're sitting at the mouth of the fire cave. Hey, uh, what, are you, what are you cooking over there? And he won't even acknowledge your presence, and he'll just... <laughs> What's hot? Oh, that is hot, hot, hot. He's charming. I'm going to go go hang out with that guy. And as you, you go sit next to him, he seems to be human male, mid to early 30s, in a, a pretty badass-looking robe. The only robe that you've seen similar in nature to this is, is over on, on Pelletier. And the individual, he'll have two spits, and um, on each spit will be a, a nice hunk of meat. And you'll, you'll sit down, and without even looking at you or addressing you whatsoever, he'll just reach his hand out with the other stick and, and pass it off to you. Hmm. Gonna swap to female and, and uh, <laughs> try, try and chat with him a little bit, see if I can get him to pay attention to me. Okay. And as you, you go to get him to pay attention to you, he just starts ravenously getting into this meat, just, just tearing into the meat. Perception check on this meat? <laughs> Medium well. Perception check. <laughs> Greatest people. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take a bite. And is any, are any of my party members near me? Uh, the closest one to you will say is Drake. I'm going to... Kind of tap him a little bit, see if I can get him to pay attention. Maybe waft the meat under his nose. Oh, I'll wake up. <laughs> I'm going to tear him off a piece. Yes. Of bacon in the morning. So you're waking up, Drake? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's food. So when both of you take a bite into into the meat, it is the most fabulous tasting meat ever. Every other hunk of meat, bacon, ham in your past is just erased from memory. <laughs> the only meat you'll ever remember for the rest of your lives is this meat right here. Unicorn backstrap. <laughs> this is the finest cut of meat I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> Role playing at its finest. I've forgotten <laughs> every <explains>. other <laughs> And And the, the strange individual within in the group is just, he's continually just tearing at his piece of meat it doesn't look like it it shrinks at all it doesn't seem to be vanishing off the stick and he's going to town mouthfuls and he'll look over you two cheeks 
pooched out with a mouthful. You can say that again. <laughs> Copy <What>? paste. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> does, does our chunks not get any smaller either? No. Well, I'm going to keep eating. <laughs> and it just seems like every time you pull a piece off, and you look back at the meat, and it's like it was never torn off in the first place. And he'll, he'll kind of just <laughs> giggle and out of nowhere be pouring wine from a decanter that just appeared into his hand. This is literally my dream. And then into two cups made of jade that just appeared in his hands and went off to both of you. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is dope. I'm going to pick up a chunk of meat, toss and just kind of throw it at Peltier, hope he wakes up to some meat. Do the same over to Ia. Meat thrown and, in my uh, face, definitely. Gobo gets no meat. And Gobo gets the biggest chunk of meat. <laughs> Gobo, <laughs> you're awake, pew, pew, pew. too. So whatever cursed food no, no. this is, we're all dead. <laughs> so everybody wakes up to the meat and, and, and the wine. And I woke up. I didn't say I ate it. Okay. Mm. You woke up to the meat. I woke up to the meat. I for sure ate it. <laughs> <laughs> you were still asleep and eating it. Yeah. <laughs> Peltier uh, doesn't eat it. He's just observing for now. Okay. What are you, vegetarian? Um, and then as you guys look around, uh, the rest of the fires have been snuffed out other than the one that this strangely dressed individual is at. And the fire just seems to change colors every now and again kind of sparks into a green or a blue or a violet and it just it's a, just a, a quick moment in time it's nothing to startle or frighten anybody it's just it, it feels natural it looks natural just a nice change of color Ia's gonna go up to the sky and say that's a, a pretty cool trick there fellow what's what's your name and and as you come over he's gonna start chugging on a on a glass of wine and he'll just start snapping and every time he snaps the fire will change color Every single time. Just the every rainbow. Yeah, that trick. That's cool. What's your name? Peltier doesn't like this. Just generally doesn't like this. Okay. He's not doing anything. I- I've eaten three lifetimes of meat already, I'm sure. And you don't feel any fuller. Fantastic. That means I can keep eating. Food fight! <laughs> and chunks, just throwing little chunks at each other. So if you rip it off, like, is it just infinitely multiplying meat? No, it's whatever chunk was torn off of the original chunk. If it doesn't get eaten within a short amount of time. It so just... we could rapid fire rip and throw chunks of meat at each other. All right. Peltier is going to. This is important He's going to butt in. He's gonna... So what's your name, fella? What's the deal? Who are you? And also what sort of. Uh... Shh, 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 shh. What? Shh. What? What are you doing? You, my friend, are talking way too much and ruining a great meal with my new friends. Why would you be so rude? Yeah, why are you so rude? I'm not. Apparently, this guy really just needed Peltier to talk to him. Or anyone. Uh, Peltier is going to mind meld. Okay. And he's going to say, well... Hello, friend. And I realize I'm safe inside my mind. And I realize you didn't want anyone interrupting uh, a nice silent meal, but who are you? And you see, my friends, he's over here in my head, 
talking about you behind your backs, some friend. Rude. I do like my meat. That's, yeah, uh, that's, that's not true, guys. It's not real. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out who the friend is, which is trying to be polite by uh, just communicating in a then much, much if, more authentic way. If you, in my home, and he'll gesture at the forest, wish to authentically, as you put, engage in a conversation, why would you refuse the food and wine? Because your food's weird, man. It just comes out of nowhere. And trust me, I mean, I've seen a lot of weird shit these days. And and he'll stand up, and the color of his robes will change to a, a similar light blue hue. And he'll conjure up a, a book on his arm, and he'll make the, the pages talk. And, oh, yes, I'm one to judge one on weirdness. Talking book! Talking book! <laughs> and Peltier, will get, he'll get a little dour, and he'll say, So what's your name? My name, if spoken, would rip the fabric of time. And I'm not willing to take that chance. Who are you? I am the great and powerful. And he'll pop out of existence. Well, that was is, is my meat still there? No. He was going to say, oh. you bastard. <laughs> and all the fires have been put out. That's not good. Do I feel full? No. Mm. Nor drunk. It was an illusion, Goba. Not being full was one thing. Not being drunk is another. Peltier's gonna butt in. Everybody, we need to get out of this forest. We need to get out of this forest right now. Let's go. Let's go. And he just starts marching. Starts marching off Let's into go. the forest. But not leaving everybody kind of like... It's slow enough that he hopes everybody is going to follow. Looking back. So an, an angry mom at Macy's during Christmas shopping. Yeah. How, how long were we asleep? With we a magical arrested? Santa who gives no Half. presents. <laughs> I'm going to go back to sleep. Okay. So. <laughs> we're not fully rested. So Peltier, in, in your in your mind, you'll you'll hear the uh, individual that, that vanished and he'll go, sorry, I, I can only maintain the spell for so long. Um. Sorry for being so rude. I just I hate presenting a gift to to friends and they don't and they don't take it. It's not a great way to make allies and friends in my and quaint little forest, Peltier, which I have no friends. Peltier responds in his uh, in his mind. Look, you and I, we understand each other. But here's the problem. We just, if you didn't know, we just had a shipwreck. We just fought a hag. Sorry about that. We, y- y- what? <laughs> okay, okay. I can only explain so much just through these non-verbal, non... Just follow your feet, you'll get here, and I'll explain everything. Well, I have a problem. Everybody wants to sleep because you gave them fake food and you gave them fake wine. No, no. The food and the wine was real. It just wasn't sustenance. Okay. Well, either way, I'm very grateful for your... Hey, Peltier. Hey, guys. Who are you talking to? He's in his head. This is in my head. Um, Oh, why are we stopped? Everybody give me a a, a perception check. Drake does not pass this check. What was your... You don't know. Five? Okay. Wait, no? Yeah. Fifteen. Boom. Sixteen. Boba. Seventeen. Peltier. Oh. 
23. So Peltier's marching along. You guys are reluctantly following. And then, as if by pure magic, a thousand-foot-tall tower just appears 50 feet in front of you guys. Is it surrounded by poppies? No. Poppies. It just it, it just appears. It's worn. The ground around it is worn. It looks like it has been here for eons. Like it it grew out of the ground like a flower or a tree. Peltier, he's like a little bit miffed about it. He's seen he's seen a lot of mystical and uh, cosmologically inexplainable things, and he's just like, ugh. Well, I guess we gotta go in the tower, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> Goba's like, I want to live there. That looks real cool. Yes, well, I'm sure there's thousands of beings who have said the same thing are now living in tiny vials in the basement. I don't understand. Yes, I I know. Better than Crab Beach and Shroom Forest, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself. Okay. Oh, God, that just terrified me. (laughs) Like crabs. Kitty jump on the lap. Okay. Let's go, kitty. All right, so at the base of the tower, there's a, a double set of gigantic oak doors. Well, Goba, do you want to do the honors? Mm, yes, I will. And they just swing open, no lock. It's almost as if they were greased. They just kind of fly out of your hands, straight on Ooh. in. Slam into either side. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode of Dicey Tales. Now why don't you get a little dicey yourself? Make sure to head over to iTunes or SoundCloud, rate and review the show, and don't forget to subscribe so you can get dicey every Friday. While you're at it, head over to the Drunken Bard Facebook page and give it a like so you can stay up to date on fan art, maps, and more updates. Come back every Friday for more adventures and remember to stay dicey.